The Gospel from Luke. At that very time, there were some present who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. Jesus asked them, Do you think that because these Galileans suffered in this way, that they were worse sinners than all other Galileans? No, I tell you. But unless you repent, you will all perish as they did. Or those 18 who were killed when the Tower of Siloam fell on them, do you think they were worse offenders than all the others living in Jerusalem? No, I tell you. But unless you repent, you will all perish just as they did. Then he told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came looking for fruit on it and found none. So he said to the gardener, See here, for three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree, and still I find none. Cut it down. Why should it be wasting the soil? He replied, Sir, let it alone for one more year until I dig around it and put manure on it. If it bears fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. Word of God, word of life. Go figure. Good job, Haley. She laughed because I said, go fig your. It's going to be a tough sermon, I can tell. If I read this text once this week, I've read it 25 times. And each time I saw something new and different, I thought, how in the world? But it all worked together in a strange sort of way. We find that people telling Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. Jesus said, do you think because they suffered they were worse sinners than other Galileans? No. And the same case happened when they told him about the 18 that were killed in the Tower of Siloam when it fell. Kind of like saying, it's not fair. They didn't do anything. Why should they be punished? And each time they mention it, God said, repent, or you shall perish like they have. That kind of didn't match my feeling of my God that I worship. You're going to die if you don't repent. Wow. But then I looked at the word repentance. It's a Greek word that I... It supposedly is metanoia. It means a change of heart. It means like if you're going downhill, knowing you should be doing something a little bit differently, but you say, ah, just be careful. That's not repenting. Repenting is when you're going downhill, knowing that when you're doing something you shouldn't be doing, you should stop and make a hard turn away from where you were headed. Even if it means going back to where you came from. That's repentance. And I started to think about a time in my life, which now I saw as being repentant. It was in the early 90s. Yes, way back then. In the early 90s, I had just started the principalship in the O.N.J. Roberts School District. 
and I was enrolled in the doctoral program at Lehigh University. I had completed the residency and lived to tell about it, and it was time to do the dissertation. Everything was acceptable, I was okay, but I just couldn't get moving on that dissertation proposal. It was also a time in my life when I started to know and, and date Larry. And one day the phone rang and it was my advisor at Lehigh saying, Kath, why don't you stop in here the next time you're up on campus? We need to talk. Uh-oh. Because most times when I needed to talk to the advisor, I would call him. He said, bring all your stuff. Uh-oh, number two. I went. And I got everything laid out on the table, all the papers, all the books, all the notes, all the everything. And he said, stop. Well, you told me to bring it. I know. Stop. Tell me why you want this doctorate so darn much. He said, because you want a big diploma to hang on your wall. No. Oh, you want people to call you Dr. Geiger. No, my name's Kathy. Then put your stuff away. But I just put it away. And as I started to put my stuff away rather nervously, he got up and closed the door. He said, I had to do that because I'm not going to talk to you as your advisor from this point on. I'm talking to you as a very special friend. Tell me about Larry. <laughs> he told me to bring my stuff and that, tell me about Larry. He said, pretty special guy, isn't he? Yeah. He said, do you think you might be spinning your wheels on his dissertation because your head is someplace else? as well as your heart? Maybe. And he said, you know, if you're pursuing a doctorate to get another job in a school district somewhere, there are other ways than getting a doctorate. We can do the paperwork today and get you signed up to do your work for your superintendent's letter of eligibility. And as long as there's a school district that will take you for a job without that doctorate, you have a darn good chance because you're one heck of a student. You want me to get the paperwork started? Yeah. So when people say you didn't get your doctorate, no, I get my MRS degree. Oh, you got that one. <laughs> That's how that happened. When I look back on it now, it was repenting. I was kind of going down the hill thinking, Doctorate, 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 Larry, Larry, Larry. Things weren't happening. On either side, I needed to stop. My advisor helped me stop, make a hard turn, and make a tough decision. Probably one of the best decisions I ever made. And then when we look farther, we see these people saying to Jesus, they didn't do anything bad. Why were they killed? Have you ever heard in history when, for example, September 11th or the assassination of President Kennedy, why did God let that happen? Have you ever heard people say that? Sure you have. God doesn't make things happen to people. We make things happen to us. Our environment helps make things happen we don't want to have happen. Culture does, but not God. 
He's there. He has sealed us in his love, just like with the Fig Newton cookies. He's there for us. And then we get to the fig tree. That poor little old fig tree. He was going to be cut down because he didn't produce fruit. God wants us to be fruitful, to think about things we can do to help others. That's being fruitful, to share his love, his patience, and his wisdom with others. That's being fruitful. And yes, putting fertilizer on things means rolling up your sleeves and doing the stinky jobs that go along with getting better. Did Larry and I have tough times in our marriage of 25 years, which we celebrated three weeks ago? Yeah. In 2005, I was hospitalized for two weeks and on my back for a long time after that with a really bad case of cellulitis. I was lucky to have come out of it with my life and my leg, but we did it. And not once did we say, why did God do this? This past year, a tree fell on our cabin in the mountains. Needed a new roof. Someone you know, hopefully still love, drove her less than three-month-old new car into a flash flood. The car was totaled. Did it hurt? You bet. Did we say, why did God do this? Nope, God didn't do it. The fig tree got another chance. We don't know what happened. We know that that gardener did his job putting manure on it, even though it was smelly and stinky and tough work. But God's there with us every step of the way, regardless of how tough the work is or how long it takes. Praise be to God.